everyone, this is Linda Young, OG voice of Frieza, Dragon Ball Z, voice of Genkai, Yu Yu Hakusho, voice of poorly Yusuka, Fairy Tale, and more. <laughs> Excuse me for interrupting, but this is Lord Frieza, voice of Linda Young. You are listening to the I Know You Hear Me podcast with Flynn Hendricks. Wow, I am so sorry, but Frieza is a control freak. Enjoy the podcast. Are you needing some decals made? Maybe some vinyl or monograms? Then you need to go check out my wife's Etsy shop at Decals by Kins. That's K-Y-N-S. Go over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Decals by Kins and you can check that in the show notes as well and see what she's done for other people and see what she can do for you. And I'm speaking from experience here. All of my water bottles, my protein bottles, they all have something that she's printed and put on there and those things last. So if you need something like that for a gift, for your family, for your kids, or even for yourself, go check out what she can do for you. And as a special treat for my listeners, if you use the promo code Flynn, that's F-L-Y-N-N, she's even going to get you 10% off your order. Now you can't beat that, so go check it out and see what she can do for you. And I know you hear me. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the I Know You Hear Me podcast, rolling hard and rolling strong into season five. And as always, I'm back in studio. This is your host, the AIWF World Television Champion, the one and only Hollywood Flynn Hendricks. And I'm so glad that you're back with me this week because we have got a lot going on and I've got an awesome guest for you on the other side here. But today, I want to just take a minute and thank everybody again for not only continuing to show up every Friday when these drop, but for showing their support, checking out our sites, checking out social media, just showing the support, leaving the reviews, and sharing it with your friends. It truly means a lot, and I cannot say that enough. Because, you know, I say this as much as I can. If you can't support financially, a like, a share, a five-star review, anything like that, or just even subscribing or getting the word out verbally, that helps more than you ever know. But if you do want to support financially... There are some options, and you can check out my link tree in the show notes below, or you can go to my website and check out the shop, theflynnhendricks.com. We've got everything all in one place. Or you can go to my Pro Wrestling Tees store, prowrestlingtees.com slash flynnhendricks. And what you need to know is that not only does this help support this podcast and all my entertainment endeavors, it also benefits several different charities that are near and dear to my heart. So 10% of each sale is going to go to not only the Nashville Humane Association, but also to St. Jude as well. So not only do you get some cool merch out of it, but you get to help some fur babies and you get to help the kids as well. So we can't go wrong with that. But, you know, I think I've, I've rambled on long enough. I'm going to take a quick pause for an advertisement and then we'll be back on the other side with our guest. All right, everybody, we are back. And like I told you on the first side of this episode, we've got a huge guest lined up for you. And we're not we're not going to make you wait any longer because I've been waiting to talk to this guy for a while. It is my pleasure to have on the show Matt Classic Creed, man. Matt, thanks for being on here today. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me, Flynn. Of course. And, man, i got to say, too, you know, thanks for everything that you're doing with the AIWF. Um, do you want to fill our listeners in on what your, you know, like, what your technical title and position is with the AIWF? Sure. My technical title is I am the AWF Executive Director. That means most stuff goes through me. I handle all the good, the bad, and the ugly, like Clint Eastwood would say. Oh, I, somebody's got to do it. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. So, I mean, I, I absolutely love that I get to be a part of this now, and I get the opportunity to become the World Television Champion, and that that's a huge honor that's not lost on me. 
But what's also not lost on me is how long that the AIWF has been around. I mean, it's been around almost as long as I've been alive. Do you um do you mind filling us in on some of the history with that and how you got involved with them? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, the AWF has been around since 1992. It was originally a regional promotion here in North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia, West Virginia, and Tennessee. And uh, I've been involved with the AWF since um, about 2009, 2010 now. Okay. So I worked, my, I worked my way up. I did a lot of. We, we used to have TV throughout the whole state of North Carolina. It reached from Greensboro to Raleigh. That's a pretty big. Yeah. Uh, area. Um, and that's how I got started with them. And. Uh, then I worked my way up, and I've been about the position I'm at now for about the past decade. Man, that's that's very impressive. And like you said, it started as kind of like a regional promotion, and now this thing has gone global. I mean, do you want to fill everybody in? Like, so we got six continents. I've lost count of how many countries. I think it's 34, 35 at this point. I mean, it's it's continuing. 36, right now. 36, 36 okay. Right now. Man. And uh, I got one more coming, trust me. You're oh, yeah. See in the next couple weeks. And we'll be sharing that, too, but... Man, that's that's absolutely crazy that it's it's grown from a regional to a worldwide thing, and especially in today's climate where you don't see a lot of companies that promote you know internationally. What does that mean to you to be able to do something like that and have these traveling champions and traveling talent like that? I mean, I think it's great. I mean, that's that's how wrestling used to work for mm-hmm. many many decades, and um, we're bringing it back on our own level. I mean, we're not the WWE, obviously, but I mean, we got. 98 promotions working together. We have fighting champions, like like you said, around the globe, basically on every continent except for Antarctica. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really see any, anybody else coming anywhere close currently. And I think I might have just seen, like, it, it, funny you say that on Facebook, I think a random, you know, random like page for, uh, for a promotion that runs in Antarctica popped up, and it's just... I can't imagine being up there and trying to trying to run a show in that kind of temper, you know, temperature, but that's just me. But I mean, that's that's so impressive that you've got this global program now. Like you said, it's reminiscent of the old school days of wrestling and the territory systems, how it used to work. Um, what do you what do you look for to bring these promotions into AIWF? What do you like? Do you have a vetting process? What do you look for when you want well, to welcome somebody in? We have the vetting process. Um, we we make sure. You know, I know everybody in wrestling playing, as you know. But, yeah. Um, oh yeah. We, 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 we talk to people in, in that region or around that area to get a grasp of who we're working with. Um, I also want to see shows that have worked, have ran a while, like, like Ultimate Championship Wrestling. Oh, for sure. Old, for sure. The oldest actor show in Kentucky right now. Absolutely. And that's, that's something I feel like Terry doesn't get the credit for because, you know, OVW is there, but they technically started, you know, in Indiana like five years earlier. But Terry has run continuously for almost three decades now. And he still continues to put out quality shows with quality talent. And, you know, I'm fortunate to say that I'm a part of it because I even tried to walk away from the business at one point. And who pulled me back in but Terry England. And, you know, here we are today making all this happen. So it's just a testament to, I guess you could say, old school works because it it delivers and it's what AIWF is delivering too. Yeah, and another another one of our affiliates, SICW over there, uh, right to Illinois. They're in Illinois. Absolutely. About, they're 12 miles from downtown St. Louis. They've been running over 56 years in that area. So. Wow, man. And that's uh, funny you mentioned that because I'm actually talking to uh, Herb Simmons right now, and we're trying to work out some dates for that. So, I mean, that's that's just exciting to see that like there's still tradition alive in this where it's a, kind of a new era of wrestling, if you want to call it that, where a lot of people tend to look at more of like an AEW or more of this fast-paced, you know, thinking that's what wrestling is when there's so much more 
if you just broaden your horizon to look at it. And the AIWF is giving a lot of talent those opportunities to, you know, show the best of both worlds. Yeah, 100%. I feel like we, we have, like, every variety of wrestling from, you know, from bloody to technical to brawling to high-flying. I mean, AIWF, we have it all. Absolutely. And that's that's one thing that caught my eye, too, is that you literally do have a championship for, for just about everything. Um, The shoot fight championship, I did not expect to see that, but, I mean, that's something that that brings like a little bit of legitimacy and credibility to it because people, you know, people were getting knocked the hell out basically. Like those are the rules. And that's, that's pretty cool to see because it's yeah, a yeah. bare knuckle sport. Jimmy Donovan, he just won the world, uh, judo championships over overseas wow. in Italy, I believe. He was three and oh in the recent world judo championships. Man, that's, Im- so, I mean, that's impressive right there in and of itself because it brings legitimacy and credibility to that championship. And that's what, you know, like, you go back to the old uh, territory days of the NWA, the WWWF, and even the AWA, they had legitimate shoot wrestlers or grapplers that were defending these championships, and that brought some prestige and credibility to it. So, you know, if somebody was able to defeat them, then they they did something. They won a credible championship, and they added some credibility to their name as well. So, I mean, it's it's very nice to see that kind of throwback to the, to the old golden days. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, we got we got championships for everything. We we have fighting champions that's been around the country. Uh, current champion Greg Anthony. Just in the past thirty days, he's been to St. Louis. He's been to Illinois. He's been to Tennessee. Absolutely, he's been everywhere. And that's that's what I love to see too, because you see a lot of people that say you know like they want to be a, a traveling champion or they want to be a fighting defending champion, but not throwing stones by means. But they don't tend to leave their own territories. But when you see somebody like Greg, who's not too far down the road from me, just a couple of hours, and he's making these trips, he's making these trips, and he's defending the championship, and he's coming back and doing it more than one day in a row, like three days in a row, that's very reminiscent to, like, the old Ric Flair day of working, you know, every day of the week, twice on Sunday. And that's that's probably about as close as you'll get today to that. So, I mean, that's that's incredible right there in itself. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think we're the closest thing to a true independent wrestling world champion. Is Absolutely. The with so many promotions recognizing our championships with so much, you know, we've got a huge social media following. I mean, we have about 20,000 on Facebook right now. Right. That's pretty damn good. Absolutely. I mean, you even got the big event coming up um, in, no, in March next year. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but I mean, like, it's been going on. I think this is the 32nd one of those, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah this is our 32nd anniversary we're celebrating coming up in... Uh, in 2024. Which, I mean, it's crazy to say, but Blinken will be there. But man, like, it's just, it's crazy to think still how much this has grown and that this still exists in today's day and age because it seems like so much of that has just been bygone once the TV era of wrestling started. But to have that kind of like, you know, for somebody that does want to get to the WWE or get to Impact, AEW, being able to work with AIWF and having these opportunities to travel and work with different people and different promotions is really the best way you can sharpen your skills and become a better in-ring performer. So just having that network and having this system is is a blessing. And, uh, guys, are definitely working more together now. A lot of our Absolutely. Like, uh, another thing I want to highlight real quick, um, we got our AIWF All-Asian title is going to be released pretty soon. I've released the mock-up. Nice. But um, I, can, I, can, I can already say Setup Pro in Thailand. Singapore Pro Wrestling in Singapore and Vietnam Pro Wrestling in Vietnam have all jointly they're going to be co-hosting uh, this big tournament over in Asia. Man, that is exciting to hear. That is exciting to hear. And you you kind of hinted on this uh, just a few minutes ago, but saying you know you know how wrestling is. 
uh, especially down here in Nashville back in the day, there was a notorious amount of infighting and promoters, you know, arguing with each other, having beef with each other over stupid petty stuff. How did you overcome that with the AIWF to get everybody to work together and put egos aside for the bigger picture? I mean, luckily enough, built my reputation good enough that I get along with most people in, in the wrestling business. And sometimes you do have to be, you know, the executioner sometimes. We right. cut a lot loose and a lot of went out of business. Somebody actually just sent me a recent spreadsheet. Uh, this is from 2013 to currently. And we have had over 247 promotions for our organization during that time. Man. Man, that's insane. And then what is it at now? Uh, 98 currently. Active. Man, 98 going strong. But I mean, in a sense, you can say you trim the fat and the product is doing better than ever, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, some, I mean, things don't last forever, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, a, lot, a lot of them went out of business. Uh, some of them, you know, the relationships didn't work and we had, we had to make some changes. But, you know, we got 98 solid active promotions right now with the largest and oldest active sanctioned body in pro wrestling today. Absolutely. And that's, that's the truth right there. But in saying that, too, when you have to manage all this and you're trying to get these new promotions in and you're trying to, you know, get into new countries or, you know, break into that last continent if that day comes, what is it like for you to be able to know when you might be doing too much and need to give yourself a break. Do you know when it's time to just give yourself like an hour or two to yourself and just not think about this? Or are you comfortable just like going straight through and just continuing to pave, you know, uh, pound the pavement? I mean, I mean, you definitely have to pound the pavement, but I mean, you definitely have to also take time for yourself. And I mean, I've warned people before, like, you know, Hey, I got to take a break. Cause I'm very punctual. I get back to people within 24 hours. That's my guarantee. Absolutely. And that happens 99% of the time, but um, sometimes I got to tell them, hey, I'm on break, you know, get with this person. They're yeah. going to be, you know, handling the questions while I'm gone. And I do have a few other partners in this, so. Right. And that's that's pretty cool, too, that you found people you can trust to help delegate some responsibility to, because speaking well, from experience. Well, 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 one of them is our, our founder, Mr. Dean Puckett. He founded the AIWF in 1992. Okay. And he's, he's still around, so. Man, that's awesome to hear. And. Has he like? What are his thoughts on the way things are going now? Is he proud to see where it's at? Is he happy with the way things have been going? I mean, I think he loves seeing it around the world. I mean, absolutely. He, he's obviously been around the world himself, and but um, he, he's been running constantly since 1992, which was, I mean, I, I couldn't do it every every week, every month. Right, you know? right, man. That's that's a testament right there to his love and dedication to professional wrestling. That's awesome to hear, but. Um, let's let's take it back to your start for a little bit. What what originally drew you into professional wrestling? Uh, professional wrestling it was just it was bigger, larger than life, and I mean I enjoyed it. My father uh, he started taking me to independent events, probably about five years old, mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean I got, I got to enjoy it forever. And then I I got trained by the legendary Chief J Eagle. If you never heard of him, he ran South Carolina for thirty five oh, yeah. years. He just recently stopped. He's still an active wrestler, but he, he stopped promoting. But um, he's famous. He worked for the Papo territory up where you're from. Oh yeah, ICW. Also, yep, and he trained at the One Man Gang. Wow. And he was probably he was probably around my initial trainer Tony Falk too. If he was working in ICW, so I heard yeah, you know he was working in ICW. I know in the about '74, I believe. Yeah, I've heard so many so many stories about that territory, and then you know the notorious Memphis, you know the beef that was going on there. But that's so cool to hear, and then. You know, you getting to get in and have the experience as a trained wrestler, what was it like for you taking on more of the, you know, the administrative or, as you mentioned a minute ago, the 
sometimes executioner role. How do you go from being, you know, one of the boys to being quote unquote the office? Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot easier in the ring. I'll tell you that right now. Right, right. Um, you're, you're gonna deal with a lot more in administration, just like anybody in a management position. You're oh, gonna yeah. take on more and deal with more. Absolutely. And, and did, go ahead. You have to hold to your morals and hold to your standards and make the best out of it. For sure. Make, chicken style that chicken shit sometimes absolutely and did you feel that your experience you know being one of the performers helped you navigate the waters being on the you know on the administrative side of things I mean it definitely helped uh, I, by the time I got into AIWF I stopped being an active performer and I, I was just handling uh, commentary and handling uh, sponsorship stuff like that right so I mean it wasn't too bad of a transition at that point, but I can empathize with a lot of guys and how they feel. And a lot of guys, um, they take themselves a little too seriously. Right. So you have you have to deal with that. Very, very understandable. And, you know, you mentioned a minute ago, Greg Anthony is the traveling world champion for AIWF right now. I'm the current television champion. Who are some of the other champions that are out there that are traveling that our audience needs to be aware of? Uh, Gino Rivera is the cruiserweight champion. He's traveled ar- around the world. I mean, I think he's hitting three states and two countries just this upcoming weekend. I know he's going to wrestle in Jerez this weekend. Wow. And uh, he's in Colorado and New Mexico. They just had a big salad event in New Mexico last weekend. Amazing. Uh, uh, you got the world tag champions, the Rustlers. They're out of Ring Wars, Carolina. Um, they're they're good talents. They, 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 they cheat a little much. But, right, know, right. By any means necessary, I guess. Uh, you got the national champion Lou Gotti. I mean, Lou's been around a long time. He's very successful in Texas, and he's, he's been defending in Texas, back in Ohio and Indiana, and I mean, he, he's been in Tennessee. So I mean, absolutely. You got the American champion Jack Tallow, seven foot tall. Former I WWE saw it. NXT star. Yeah, buddy. I feel sorry for anybody that's got to get in the ring with him. That size difference, man. Uh, yeah, he's a big guy. For sure. And I, I love hearing that the champions are so spread out, too. And it's, you know, it's so cool to hear because, thankfully, I can say that I'm, you know, getting in that as well between right now Tennessee, Kentucky, and Illinois as far as travel goes. But, you know, like, like you and I have discussed, there's more coming. And we all want to travel. We all want to make these shows. And we want to pretty oh, much yeah. go anywhere AIWF's represented. So, uh, you, you have to jump start and you have to, you know, you, you won the championship, but it might take three or four months before you can get somewhere because they might be booked up. They Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's playing the long game more than anything. You, I mean, you're exactly right, but it's it's playing a long game. And but the thing is, you know, it, it's it gives me a chance. What what really thrills me is it gives me a chance to work with people that I may not have had the opportunity to work with had this opportunity not fallen into my lap. And I just I love getting that chance. So. You know, thank you for doing this to you know allow all of us talent these chances to travel and kind of relive the territory days. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, and that's the whole point of the AWF. Uh, it's a publicity alliance. We're trying to network and and get everybody seen and you know be successful. Absolutely, and I mean, you've even had some big names come through. I think you were promoting that. Uh, I saw recently on Facebook that the AIWF World Title was the first World Title that I think Hangman Adam Page had competed for, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he took on uh, Jimmy Love, who is, has the most uh, AIWF World Title. He won five times. He's AIWF champion. But um, yeah, Adam Page. I used to see him pretty regularly up in Virginia and North Carolina. Right. So, man, and that's it's he was skinny. I mean, he, he used to be probably buck sixty. Right, and then look where he is now. 
Absolutely. I mean, he's, it's he's been the world champion Japan. I mean, yeah. And everybody, everybody knows his name now. So I mean, like it's it's so cool to see that. Not only did it get these guys this start, but it also got them a you know a taste of what it could be like being a world champion to see where he is now too. So I mean, it's it's absolutely cool to see where things have taken off for the company, and then seeing some of the names that have held these championships too. Uh, another AWF original. You see him on WWE TV. Andre Chase when he he used to be slick and willy with his brother. Yep, man, it's, and it's crazy too because like I said earlier. Getting the chance to to travel through this territory system gives you a chance to sharpen and hone your skills, so that when that big company comes calling, you're ready to go. You don't have to worry about getting in ring shape or knowing how to do this or that. You're ready to go. And another person I want to say, Cedric Alexander. I mean, I saw Cedric Alexander from the second match on, and we had him in two of our Crazy Eight Cruiserweight tournaments. And I mean, but I knew the boy was going to be a star. Oh, for sure. And I think, and I mean, he's been with WWE now almost ten years. Yep. So. And I think I I only got a chance to work with him once. Uh, it was him and a guy named Joe Black, and it was 2012, 2013. But I mean, you could tell right away that he was just he was going to be something somewhere. And thankfully, he got the opportunity, and the crowd forced the hand to to make it happen because he's still up there. He's still got a job, and he's still you know he's still wowing people. Yeah, speaking of Joe Black, I remember when he used to ref for a uh, local promotion of CWF up here in Burleson, North Carolina, about 30 minutes up the road from me. Wow. And Joe, he's still kicking ass in Georgia and Alabama right now. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I think he even went viral at one point for uh, for a fan altercation. So, I, not not encouraging fan violence or anything like that by any means, but it was cool to see him go viral on all these different non-wrestling websites, too. I mean, it was just absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's how it is nowadays. You that is, internet, it does everything. That is, that it is, and I mean, uh, let's talk about the Roku channel for a second. For anybody that's got Roku, where can they find the AIWF uh, wrestling channel on there? All, all they have to type in is uh, AIWF wrestling. It'll pop right up. We got a lot of our classic and current content up there. Fantastic. So, guys, we'll have information for that in the show notes as well, because there's going to be some TV title matches on there. There's a maybe a boatload of stuff that you can go and watch and see not just shameless plugs for myself but if you're a fan of greg anthony if you're a fan of anybody that's worked with the aiwf that's going to be on there so i mean take a saturday night go watch that and just binge watch it you won't you won't be disappointed but yeah oh yeah we got tons of content out there we got tons of articles and we're always trying to grow our media opportunities out there absolutely and i think we we came a long way over the past 32 years for sure and one thing that i really appreciate too is how much you promote the different podcasts that are out there, people that you're connected with that host podcasts, because I know as soon as I got you know involved in this, we started talking, you started getting me connected with people, and it, it's weird to say that it's kind of hard sometimes to get connected with people that do podcasts, because a lot of people still don't look at it as a great promotional medium, but it's one of the best ways that you can promote yourself and do it for free, basically. And I, I love that you're taking advantage of that and getting people connected because I just did the uh, Falls Count Everywhere podcast last night with Dave Ruby, and that was probably one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done. We ended up going three well, hours. Great guys. Uh, they, I know they attend SICW regularly. Yep. And uh, they're, they're just fun, great guys. And, I mean, I, I work with a lot of great people, thankfully. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, shout out to the Huge Pop Wrestling podcast. Those guys were fun to chat with. Like it's just it's awesome to have these opportunities, spread the word, and then just make new friends out of it too. And you're making new new friends, new friends, new everything. Absolutely. So 
let's uh let's talk about the future for AIWF. I know you said you've got some things in the works, but what would be your ultimate goal for the AIWF when all said and done? What would you say that you want to see have been accomplished during that time? I mean, number one, first and foremost, I just want to relieve wrestling better than when I got in. I think I've did that so far. But our, our big project at AIWF Wrestling coming up in the next probably 12 months, TV. That's what, that's what we want. We want we want a unified TV outlet from all the AIWF promotions, and we want to start doing TV taping, rotating them around the world. Absolutely. And put them on one outlet. And that, that, that's our I have one show that we can syndicate out there to – so, you know, all kinds of media, and we're going to make it happen. Trust me. For sure, and I love that. I mean, with, and with everything that you've made happen so far, I don't doubt that that's, that that's not going to happen. So I'm looking forward to having the opportunity to do that, too. And I know there's a lot of talent that will be showcased that may not have that opportunity right now when that happens. And it's going to blow a lot of people away when they see this talent that they've never really had a chance to discover yet. So, I mean, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's probably our biggest goal. I'm pretty sure we're going to make it happen. I've been talking to people, you know, from wrestling, from Hollywood, from different sports. I think we're going to make it happen coming up. Absolutely. I love it, man. Well, you know, first off, thank you for taking the time to, you know, come on here and talk about everything you've done. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and everything about the AIWF and what it's all about. But I can't do the whole time with me just throwing questions your way. I've got to give you a minute to put me in the hot seat and grill me a little bit. So if we want to, you know, call it on the fly, I'm going to throw it over to you and let you throw some questions my way. If that's cool with you. Well, I'm cool. Are you ready? ready? Whenever ready? you are. Let's go. All right. Favorite sports team. Favorite sports team. Man, it may not be a popular choice, but I got to say Tennessee Vols. Tennessee Vols. Okay. Favorite song. Favorite song. Man, that's a tough one, but it's, it's probably going to be Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Okay. Uh, favorite wrestler? Favorite wrestler, Shawn Michaels, hands down. Okay. Favorite food? Let's go with food. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I got to, you know, I because I can fit it in with, with what I'm trying to do now diet-wise, I'm going to say wings because it, it, it falls in. You don't have to worry about carbs that much or anything. So, got to go wings. Can't go wrong. All right. What's the last thing? Uh, let's see. Favorite brand of shoes? Favorite brand of shoes. Oh, man. I I ride the fence between Nike and Under Armour, but I'll, I'll go Nike because I've had more, and they 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 haven't let me down, so we'll go Nike. All right. Man, I, I love it, and I love that, that that segment always has a life of its own because the questions always, no matter what, are different. So thank you for, for doing that here. But... Man, more than anything, thank you for the opportunities that you've not only provided me, but you provided other talent as well. And then thank you for the time coming on here to talk about AIWF, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem at all. And uh, check us out on social media, AIWF Wrestling. We're on Twitter, Facebook. And uh, just send me a message. If anybody wants to talk, I answer my messages for the most part. So just send me a message. Absolutely. And we'll have links to all the social media in the show notes as well. You know, I like to make it easy for you. So all you got to do is scroll down, click away, and you'll be instantly connected. So I make it easy for you, and that's how I show I love you. But, Matt, man, thank you again. I can't say that enough. And to everybody that tunes in weekly, I really appreciate it. Thank you for continuing to come back through five seasons now. That still blows my mind. But every week I'm going to be bringing you some more quality audio content. 
Brought you some great stuff this week, and you know we're going to do it all over again next week. So for myself, for Matt, I want to thank you for tuning in today. And in the meantime, go subscribe to that AIWF Roku channel. Get connected to the social media. Get connected to everything I got going on. Check out the website. Check out the store. And go support some local independent wrestling in your area. And then be back here again next Friday for another awesome chat. And I know you hear me. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.